study. Uh, we're going to keep pressing through the book of James. Um, <clears throat> so we've covered chapter 1 and we'll, today we'll be in James 2, 18 through 20. Uh, so <clears throat> today it's important that we take a couple, take a minute or so to remember who James is writing a letter to. Right? He's writing this letter to the 12 tribes scattered abroad throughout um, the world, basically. Um, <clears throat> and James's particular way of writing fits who he's writing to, right? He, he writes in a way that's kind of like Old Testament wisdom books, like Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and, and some other ones, right? So... And he's also writing to a group that's very familiar with the religious leaders, the Pharisees, and some of those. And that's going to come up as, a, as something that's important later on as we go. So we're looking at uh, this particular passage in James um, is clarifying to this group of people the connection between our faith and our actions. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is what he says. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you <clears throat> want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And so I, I read this passage, as I read this passage like uh, over and over again, um, getting ready for this Bible study, I started to realize the more I read it, that I could probably do a couple of of days just on the first few sentences of this of this passage. So, you know, just forgive me if I'm, you know, skipping over anything, missing something, or uh, packing in a whole bunch of information all at once. <clears throat> but this just happens to be a very important uh, topic for us to tackle. See, James is offering correction for uh, those who think they can be justified by doing a prescribed set of actions or just by believing something, right? He's correcting those who say that uh, they have faith, but their words and their actions don't match, right? So let's start with the first sentence. It says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Now you might think, oh, that's a short, nice short sentence. Uh, 
what what can we get out of it, right? But there's an important thing you have to understand about what's implied here, right? It's just completely packed with meaning. James is addressing the idea that faith and works, your faith and your works can be separated, right? The the people that he's talking to um, in this quote. Um, It's like he's had this conversation before, right? It's it's literally like a conversation that he must have had because somebody said it to him, right? And, and <clears throat> he's actually seen this argument that uh, one set of people can get to heaven by faith and the other uh, can get there by works, right? See, if you remember anything about James, it's the same guy from Acts chapter 15, James in Acts chapter 15 sat and presided over a conversation in a council of leaders in Jerusalem about whether or not uh, the Gentiles needed to be following the full Jewish law to be circumcised and many other things. Because Paul brought to him an argument, right? He Paul came there and said, look, there's this set of guys and they're trying to keep all of these Gentile people out and the Lord is telling me that I have to bring them into the faith, right? And so <clears throat> there was there was a people called the Judaizers and there was Paul and all of the people that were with him. And the Judaizers said, look, the Gentiles can't come into this faith and not do all the things that we had to do as Jewish people. And Paul said, wait a minute. The Lord is calling me to go to the Gentiles and he's calling me to go there and preach a message of faith. Faith in Jesus Christ as the way to salvation. So, that's the two sides, right? There's a faith side, that's Paul, and there's a work side, and that would be the Judaizers. <clears throat> and James sided with Paul and gave the, the Gentiles just a small little bit of instruction on what they could and couldn't do, right? So James is clarifying something, right? There's this idea that we can kind of go two ways. He's saying... There are not two ways to be saved. He's saying it's not two ways. The first set of people that the first set of people is saying that one group can be saved by faith and the other relies on works, right? That Christians can be saved by their faith and the Jews by doing good deeds and sacrificing and doing all these things can be saved. By those works. <clears throat> and, and James says, no, 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 hold on. That's not quite how this works. You can't take those two things apart. Because faith is the most important, right? It actually says, James, you have faith. And I have my works. And James is saying, no, I, you got me wrong. I'm not just sitting here on my butt 
living by living on faith. The people James is talking to have a works-based theology. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but that's a, a theology where you think you can be you can be good enough to be justified and to be redeemed with God. But that's not how he he says it, right? This implies that faith is first. See, Martin Luther gave James a pretty hard time on this point, right? He he took James to be saying, well, as we go on through these couple sentences, well, it's about works. But James didn't say that, right? Martin Luther <clears throat> looked at this discussion of faith and works and came out with the idea that, that James was saying, it's all about my works. And, and he, he he had a specific situation in his time that made him feel this way, right? And that was that basically one of the things that he was arguing against in the church at the time was that I could do some pretty bad things and I could go and take some money to a, a priest and pay them and say, okay, I'll give you this money, you write me a certificate and you do the works you do the good stuff for me, and I'll just keep doing all the bad stuff, right? So it's understandable that Martin Luther kind of went hard on this situation, right, for, on this conversation. But James really isn't opposite of Paul, as Martin Luther kind of thought about, right? Actually, James is basically saying what Paul said in Galatians 5.6, which is this. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. Right? Did you see that there? Paul says the only thing that counts is faith working through love. <clears throat> James is saying the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're on the side of the uncircumcision it doesn't matter if you think that you should go get circumcised. It matters if you're working your faith out in the context of love. Right? James remembered this from Jesus. This this is not just James made this up to, to cover his butt after he had a Jerusalem council situation. Literally, Jesus rebuked the Pharisees for their works that lacked faith. He did that in, in a lot of places, but he, specifically one of the places is in Matthew 23. Jesus re, rebuked their works because of the lack of faith and because of what they actually put their faith in. Right? And so, and so James is saying, no, no, there's not two ways because this is what happens if you go the way of I have my works. This is what Jesus said about the Pharisees. The Pharisees gave to the poor or to other people with the motivation to receive from those other people. So they gave to people so that they would get back from people. They preached without practicing intimacy with God. <clears throat> 
They made heavy burdens. So they made this hard thing, made it a hard thing to come to repentance, to come to change. But they didn't participate in carrying the load. They did their works in a showy way so that they would be seen and therefore served by others. That other people would honor them and put them in high places because of the great things that they, sh- they showed everyone that they could do. They made converts and didn't disciple them. They got caught up in material things rather than spiritual things. And they took pride in giving their tithe. But on the other side of it, they treated people horribly. The tithe was to take care of people in need, to take care of other people. And then what they would do is bring it in, and they would they would treat them badly. They would manipulate. <clears throat> they would uh, just treat these people like they're second class, like they're horrible. <clears throat> and they neglected justice. They weren't merciful. And they weren't even loyal or faithful to the people that their tithe was supposed to be given to. And Jesus told them, you should have done the one and not forgotten about the other. Right? <clears throat> so they put their faith in a whole bunch of things that weren't God. In these rebukes, if you read them real close, James is going to get to this situation, right, as we go through, that they were doing their works, and their works actually showed faith in something. Every set of works shows faith in something, right? Their faith was in that somebody's got my back because I gave to them, and they're going to give me back money with interest. I'm going to be put at the high place and be exalted, and that's my faith in right here and right now. I'm going to do all these things, tithing and offering, and my faith is in me, and all the little things that I can do, and I'm going to do it down to the tiniest little bit, and it's a recommendation, and, and here is my, my faith. My faith is in, in all the stuff that I can do, uh, but my heart's not changed. My heart's no different. It just kind of stays the same, and I'm mean, and I'm ornery, and I don't really care about other people. I just have faith in me. That's where James is, is taking us today, right? <clears throat> so, he goes on to kind of grab onto the other side, right? That's kind of the short version, right? You, don't, you can't just do your works because you're a Jew and I'll just do my faith thing because I'm, I'm not a Jew and we'll get to the same place. No, 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 because later on in this conversation, he brings up Abraham, right? That Abraham did all the things that he did. All the things that Abraham did were out of faith. Those were the works of Abraham. Not, not just because he knew like a formula to manipulate God and get what he wanted. No, 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 no. He did it out of faith. <clears throat> and then, out of the same argument, remember the argument that I talked to you about from Acts 15, where there was a judgment between Paul saying, look, the justification is through faith. And the other people saying, well, you got to do all these special deeds that are prescribed by us to have salvation. Well, 
this is the second sentence, right? This is the argument that takes it the, far the other way, which is this. He says, show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You know why I love this little passage right here? Look, I, I, have, a, I have a secret. It's not really a secret. Anybody that knows me knows that uh, my favorite form of humor is sarcasm and irony. Right? This is like the this set of sentences is one of the most sarcastic and ironic set of sentences that you could like. I think that you can probably pull out of the Bible. I, I might be overstating myself a little bit, but James is basically like, "Hi, right? You're you're gonna uh, say that you got faith, and it's not gonna be proven by anything that you do, and I'll I'll show you my faith." By how I work. <clears throat> He's basically saying, okay, but show me what you believe apart from how you act and what you do and what you say. Oh, that's right. You can't. You can't do it. You see, that's the hard move to the other side is to say, well, I have belief in here that someday Jesus is going to save me and I don't have to do anything on this earth at all. All the flesh is corrupty and broken and, and messed up. So doing anything good in the world, well, <clears throat> that means I have belief. That means I have it in here, but I don't. it's not integrated into my life. And James is, is like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're not going with, well, uh, faith is more important in the works process. And so I just can sit back, sit on my couch, eat potato chips, drool on myself and, you know, get up every now and then and, and do whatever I want and treat, you know, again, treat people horribly, <clears throat> do all these things and then say, well, I have faith in Jesus Christ, so I'm going to go, I'm going to be saved. That's not repentance. That's not faith. Faith has action. Right? <clears throat> Remember that part in Paul where he, where Paul says out of Galatians about faith working through love? Faith not working through love is just an idea. It's just a belief. Right? Faith has action. Or it's literally just a bunch of philosophy and thoughts. You can't just believe in your head. Right? That's one of the things that Jesus said. You can't just believe in your head. Right? Because it's the same as the people that were doing the works because they believed in the prescriptions that they could check off and get into heaven. And you can say you have faith all you want, but that's not quite how it's going to play out. <clears throat> and so here again is another place where 
James actually agrees with Paul. We kind of think that they're opposites of each other or they're like counterbalancing each other. But in Hebrews 11, 1 and 2, it says this, Now faith is the substance, the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. So faith has substance and evidence. That's what James is talking about when he's talking about works. It can't have substance and evidence without incarnation. Faith cannot have substance and evidence without being something in the physical realm. I mean, it can in the spiritual when the spirits move, but on our part, without any action, without anything, faith has no substance. Faith becomes something. And faith doesn't bring victory when it's just belief because it brings no testimony. Right? It says, we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's Revelation. Right? And, it, and this passage in Hebrews says, For by the elders, by faith that had substance and was evidenced by action, the elders, Abraham and all the guys that go on to be listed in that hall of faith, and later that James actually, two or three sentences down from right where we are, talks about Abraham and how his faith had action and it brought him a good testimony. And that testimony made him victorious, made him overcome. <clears throat> so, he had faith and he did faith. He did the thing that he had faith in. Right? He did the parts that God was telling him to do. So he's saying, so James says, show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. That's where, again, Martin Luther got confused. He thought James is saying all my works are showing my faith. Well, it can be copycatted, right? That, that's a Pharisee issue. You can copycat what looks like faith. <clears throat> And so that makes it a, a tough situation, right? Because you can you can look at someone who has real faith and come in and and say, "I'll just do all of these things," right? That's what he fought against in the in the very first sentence. But you can also have belief and not do anything good. That's the next one, right? He says, "You believe there is one God." You do well. The devils also believe and tremble. Now that's a pretty that's a pretty hard passage, right? There's a there's my fun sarcasm, right? That's a that's about as sarcastic sarcastic as you could get right there. Look, you, you telling me that you have faith? Well, yeah. The the angels have the angels that have fallen, the demons, the devil, Satan, all of them 
have seen God, the Father, fully in the spiritual realm. They come in and out. They came in and out of heaven. God threw them out of heaven. So they've witnessed God firsthand. They believe in God. They believe in what God's doing. Right in their mind. But their works tell you everything. Right? Their faith became in themselves. Their works come out of their bitterness, out of their anger, out of their desire to do what they want. Their desire to be the exalted ones. Same as the Pharisees, right? So you can have you can have your faith and you can sit there and read the Bible all day long and say, I believe that Jesus died. I believe <clears throat> that God is one. I believe a whole bunch of stuff. And if you don't do anything with it, then at least your complacency uh, puts you as a neutral party when it comes to heaven and hell. Right? When it comes to the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, well, I just believe and I just sit on it. Well, you're just neutral. You can be pushed by either side. Right? <clears throat> and just like angels and demons, you can even have belief and see all kinds of miracles. You can see all kinds of things happen. You can see people uh, touched by the Lord. And you can see all of these things. And you can have belief that there's one God but then unbelief in the things that God does in the earth. Right? You can even have some come from your own hand and it doesn't change anything about your life. You can have all kinds of miracles and all kinds of things and it doesn't affect anything in your life. I've known people that have seen amazing miracles and just shrugged them off as coincidence. Right? So that's works without any faith. And I've seen people that have seen many miracles and don't seem to really be changed much by what the Lord's doing, right? That's there's a power of, of angels that fell from heaven. They they still have power. But they're not changed. They're they're staying right where they are. Right? This this is what James is getting at. Does your faith work in love? Because your faith can be towards you and work in greediness and bitterness and, and hatred towards God and, and animosity towards others. <clears throat> and a need for self service, right? That's those are all demonic traits. And at the same time, Pharisee traits. So the demons believe and tremble. They're still afraid of God, but they're doing their own thing. 
And it says, and then he goes on to say this, But will you know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? I'm going to kind of, I'm going to try to push through this real quick, okay? Work, the, the first sentence in, in, in verse 18, in this last sentence in, in verse 20, makes something really interesting if you think about a mathematical equation, okay? Faith and works go together, right? Faith with love equals good works. Good works minus good works and faith makes salvation. But if you don't have one or the other, if they don't match up, they're not equal, they're not one in one, then they're just empty. Right? So it says, faith without works is dead. Well, I'm going to argue that that also means that works without faith is dead. Faith motivated by love brings works that give substance to your faith. They, the works are not the thing that saves you. It's the faith that is, that is evidenced by what you do. <clears throat> That's worked outwardly through love, through love of God. And it equals the other way too. Works without faith and without love is equally dead. Minus those Faith minus love and works, faith equals zero. Minus love and faith, works equals zero. That's what James is saying. They got to go together. You can't, you can't pull them apart. And love is the one that remains. Love is the one that moves them all. Love is the motivator. Love puts willpower behind faith and gives you works that bring a testimony, that bring victory and bring other people to faith. So, you have faith. You have belief. Is love motivating it to do something that God is telling you to do? That's a challenge today. That's a challenge for me in my heart as I try to get through this Bible study is, is my faith moving? Is my faith working through love to do what God's asking me to do? And are the things that I'm doing with my works, are they real? Do they come out of my faith or are they just things that I decided could manipulate the world around me. Well, I've run out of time, so I just want to pray for us today, and then we'll move on. Lord, I thank you for today and for every day, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are the giver of life, hope, and faith. So, Lord, build our faith. Help us to know what you would do with it, Lord. Well, we don't want to be accused of being like the demons that that believe in you, God, 
but do horrible things with it. So Lord, help help our unbelief. We want to believe You more and move in that and have faith in You, Lord. I thank You for Your salvation, for Your hope and Your mercy, God. I thank You for all these things in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Eu quero ser um testemunho Remove o erro e crie o bem em mim Estrela alva brilha em mim Brilha a luz que é no meu viver